The tournament is where Cinderella stories begin, and big wins happen on the biggest stage. With Gambat DC, you could make your Cinderella story a reality. Take advantage of new player bonuses online and in app, or play in person for boosted parlays. You can bet on all 63 games, even if your bracket's busted, and play from the edge of your seat with exciting in game bets. Make your bets now with Gambet DC. Terms and conditions apply. Please play responsibly. Welcome to the first episode of a new podcast that we're calling Exploring Hyperspace Lanes with Adam and Josie. I'm Adam. And I'm Josie. Okay, so do you want to take a minute to introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your your Star Wars history? Okay, and it's a podcast, so you can nod your head all you want. It doesn't <laughs> tell the audience anything. <laughs> I was uh, trying to be sly so you would move on from it. Why are you call me out like that? Bad podcaster. Well, Anyways, yes, I really like Star Wars. Um, I've been a fan since I was wee little. Um, my dad introduced it to me. And then I've pretty much been a Star Wars fan since, you know, I don't know. Gosh, I had to be pretty young. But, um, and I listen to a lot of the books that are available um on audible Mm -hmm. um i have watched all of the newer movies and i'm up to date on all of the things all of the the shows that are available um the uh, i'm not the biggest fan of the newer movies but we'll get to that we have the older stuff we do have uh for for the intro so we're going to talk a little bit about about that we're not going to go too deep into it um but for those who don't know an overview to say yeah. say to, to talk about how i was going to definitely be biased oh no i know i don't think anyone goes into this expecting us to not have a bias um what was your first book that you read my first book that i read because i remember mine because i remember it being not very good um the first one that i'd read uh it's probably the reason that I like them so much. Uh, I have read the first book in the Bane series. Oh, okay. All right. That was my introduction. That was not mine. My first was Crystal Star. I don't even know which one that one is. This is a really, it's not great. It is, it's not the worst book. I think the worst book is hands down Quartz of a Princess Leia. Um, but the the worst book, this one's pretty bad. It's set after Return of the Jedi about a new, like, super weapon that they need to destroy called the Crystal Star. And Jason and Jaina and Anakin have a lot to do in this book. And they're very young. And this was not a kid's book. This was a, a full science fiction book. Um, for those who don't know me, I'm Adam. I am a science fiction writer. Um, I started with Star Wars way back, um, I would say early 2000s, um, because, you know, born in 94, so, you know, you gotta deal with the cards you're dealt, you gotta play the hand you have, you can't really control that, um, but I did, um, I started out with the, um, with the movies, 
again, my dad introduced me to it uh, when I was a kid. Um, eventually watched all of that. I remember the first one I remember seeing in the theaters was Revenge of the Sith uh, with a friend of mine. Um, I remember loving that movie. Um, it did not hold up as well as it does in my memory. Um, but we'll get to that down the road when we get to Revenge of the Sith. Have you played any Star Wars games? Oh, yes. Have I played Star Wars games? As um, have I, but probably not as many. Um, Battlefront was a big one for me. Um, Battlefront and Battlefront 2. Um, I loved The Force Unleashed and The Force Unleashed 2. Um, very, very strong games. And then there was also... Um, Do you remember your first Star Wars game? First would probably be... There was one for the Game Boy that um, followed the story of the original trilogy. Um, I forgot what it was called. Not Flight of the Falcon. It was like Legacy of the Force. That was mm-hmm. it. Um, with so, the Game Boy Advance. My my first Star Wars game is probably one of my core memories with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you got a, joy, you got the spare, you have Star yes, Wars. You're good. It's a core memory. And um it's it was the one that was on the PC and the controller that you used was the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon interesting i don't remember that. i don't remember the name of the game it, um i think my dad has the the game piece but did, did you ever play at like a dave and busters or a similar arcade style place yeah yeah it was like that but it was at home so like oh, some of this that the game buttons was so good some of the buttons were um like the chairs oh okay and stuff it was awesome i don't and I, it was I small don't. and it was it just it was cool I don't remember that one, but it was a, a plug-and-play game, I assume, right? Where like, the game was on the peripheral? No. Oh. It, was on a, it was on a CD. Oh. I have a I have a bunch of games listed on the spreadsheet uh, we will eventually get to. I would say the goal is to get through as much as we can. Um, how far into this do you think we get before we're just like, holy fuck, there's a lot of really shitty stuff here? Because that's the thing with Star Wars. There's a lot of really good stuff. There's also a lot of shit. I don't know. I I guess I've been pretty lucky and pretty picky and choosy because if it looks shit, I don't get into it or touch it or ever look oh, at I've it tried again. To, I have I have waded into the shit on a lot of it. I've tried no. like Flight of the Falcon was one that I mentioned before, it was a Game Boy Advance game. Mm-hmm. Um one of the worst controlled games I've ever played in my life. Um and then there's also like I played Battlefront two, the uh the the EA Battlefront two from a few years ago. Mm-hmm. um not not a great gameplay experience um but um but yeah so you know star wars has been a big part of of both of our you know developments for lack of a better word i've decorated my home with star wars stuff i do not doubt that <laughs> <laughs> um yeah um but so we want to get into a little bit before this is gonna be a zero issue and what i mean by that is for those who don't read comics a zero issue is kind of an introduction and a primer to what it's going to be going forward. Um, rather than getting into a movie or a show or anything like that, we're here to introduce you to broadly what this show is going to be going forward. Um, and we're going to bank episodes. So like this episode is going to go up on the podcast feed for Beware of Spoilers and 30-Minute Reviews um, to kind of pitch people on the show so that way they can be aware when it comes out. The episode is going to go up on its own feed in early January, and then we're going to have episodes banked too so we don't have lapses in weeks. So if one or both of us can't record... We will have 
you know, we'll have episodes banked. That way we're not, we don't miss a week as, as often as, as we could. Um, so, you know, that said, um, I think the biggest definition that we need to define for people who are coming into this is what is canon and what is legends. Um, and this is a big point of contention in 2014. Um, mm-hmm. So the general idea is canon refers to anything after the date that they that Disney announced that anything before that is no longer canon. Because on, and that's April 25th, 2014. If it came out after that point, by and large, it's canon with a few notable exceptions. Um, and, I think and that'll some have of those... to be your job about figuring out what's canon. Oh yeah, and no, what's no, no, no. Not... I have, I have, I keep that in the notes because um, I, I even so I have. I think I told you about this. I compiled a list of all the books that I own. Yes, and I am they don't include to... that on your list. Yes, and <laughs> I, I have, yeah, and I have. I've put them in order, chronological order, in right. the order that makes sense, both canon and not canon. Ooh, but they right. actually work okay together. Some do, and that, and that's the thing too. And and when you look at the mess, but I guess I'm I'm universes. doing it to figure out what isn't, what doesn't work together. Right, and and if you look broadly at what the expanded universe was, the expanded universe is this massive collection of outside auxiliary works for Star Wars that. Um, are written by entirely different authors, created by different development teams on TV shows and video games, um, different creative teams on comics. And sometimes they work together, sometimes they don't. And and notably, there are things like Heir to the Empire, which by and large, anyone who's familiar with Star Wars Expanded Universe, that's kind of the thing that they they know. It's like Heir to the Empire, Knight of the Old Republic, and then like, you know, Clone Wars, I guess would be the third thing if we're talking about Expanded Universe. But we, we, we like to think that the old system was perfect. And it really wasn't. Because like when you look at what is the pivotal thing with that whole trilogy for Air the Empire, it does come down to a misinterpretation of the Clone Wars that's not specifically Zahn's fault. It's just Zahn is going based off of one line of dialogue in A New Hope and expanding what he thought the Clone Wars was. When Lucas goes and makes the Clone Wars, you know, and, and, and creates what that becomes in the prequels, it doesn't gel with what Zahn did in Air of the Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, they had this tiered system in place um, under the old system where it's it's fucking ridiculous. I don't know. Have you ever seen this, the, the tiered system of the holocron, it's called? Um, <laughs> it, it's fucking ridiculous. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I had it. I had it written down. There's no shortage of fucking bullshit here. Okay, so here it is. So the Holocron Continuity Database was something created by Lucas Licensing back in the um, back before it was bought by Disney, and they had several layers of canon. So the first layer was G canon, which was the absolute canon. It's anything George Lucas did: the six films, the deleted scenes from the movies, the novelizations of the movies, radio dramas based on the movies, the scripts of the movies. And any material that comes directly from George Lucas, that overruled everything. Mm-hmm. Then the next level down was T-Canon, which was specifically the Clone Wars TV show. The second one, not the Tartofsky 2D microseries. Um, then was the Continuity Canon, which is the main level of the work. Um, all material published under the Star Wars label but not falling into the lower levels was considered C-Canon, 
and was authoritative as long as it was not contradicted specifically by the Clone Wars or George Lucas. Um, games were a special case where only the stories are C canon, but stats and gameplay are not. So, like, if someone has a force ability in a video game, like, force healing is not canon to it if it was in a video game, because video games need that as a gameplay mechanic that doesn't exactly translate into, like, narrative canon, if that makes sense. If the video game has several possible endings, see, you know, Force Unleashed, then, or the player can choose the gender, only one of each is considered C-canon. C-canon elements have appeared in the movies, thus making them G-canon. This includes Coruscant, um, because Coruscant debuts in Heir of the Empire, Swoop Bikes, Alaya Secura, Double-Bladed Lightsabers, YT-2400, Freighters, and trans Action for Transports. Um, then is the secondary canon, which are older, less accurate, and less coherent EU works, which do not fit into the main continuity. Um, Star Wars Galaxy, the Holiday Special, the Marvel Comics, prior to Disney's acquisition, and all of that are all, you know, that's all secondary canon. Where as long as it's not directly contradicted by something above it, it's still canon. Then there's the end canon, which is non-canon. So the what-if stories under Infinities, Game Stats, um, Angry Birds, the Star Wars Angry Birds game, <laughs> um, the Jedi Academy books, or anything that was, you know, just designed to be like fun, ancillary Star Wars stuff. That's all not canon. That was the old system. The promise when they decided to kick out all the old canon was that everything would be equally canon and everything the Lucasfilm story group under Disney would be looking to make sure everything kind of fit together properly. They would look to mm -hmm. the future. So that way they'd be like, okay, so here's the 10 year plan. Here are things that we're doing now. Everything kind of fits together. And for a while that worked like, you know, when we got aftermath and, and all of that, it kind of all fit together. And it kind of did that. And then came Rise of Skywalker. Which totally fucked the whole thing up. Which I'm like, I know it's showing the bias already, but like, when when you look at the chronology of what came out when, like, you have um, Battlefront 2 introduces this idea of um, Operation Cinder, which was expanded on in Inferno Squadron and a few other books. Then you go mm -hmm. to, um, you know... How does that gel with the Emperor coming back to life? Mm -hmm. Like, and cloning himself. Because like, at, at what point does that, that mesh? And the explanation they give, they do in the Third Alphabet Squadron book, which the Third Alphabet Squadron book becomes kind of like what Outbound Flight is, where it's trying to fit Air to the Empire back in, where it's like the whole thing with the Dark Force and, the out, and Outbound Flight is based on a misinterpretation of the Clone Wars. So mm -hmm. Outbound Flight is trying to retrofit that back in to fit it back, you know, neatly into into continuity and kind of cut puzzle pieces, so to speak. Um, it doesn't exactly work 100% of the time, but they try. Um, and then what you get is, you know, the third Alphabet Squadron book is trying to do that same thing, where it's trying to fit what we knew about the Battle of Jakku from Aftermath, what we knew about Operation Cinder from Battlefront 2 and from Inferno Squadron, and it's trying to fit those back into... Um, into the main continuity mm -hmm. um, and, and, and fit it in properly. And it, 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 it tries, but we'll get to that at some point in the future. Cause I, I do really like the alphabet squadron books. We'll get to that at some point in the future, in the future though. Um, 
but it's you know it, it is kind of a, it's kind of a mess and it always has been a mess and i think that that was kind of the big thing i remember like i had the initial like knee-jerk reaction like you did um when they kicked everything out where i'm like okay but why and then it's like well how are they going to do a movie yeah like because it's like that was the thing it's like how do you do a movie when basically every moment of these people's lives is already charted out and it's like are we going to adapt a book it's like probably not like mm-hmm. like it, it, I, so like to an extent it made sense but it never quite lived up to the promise that it was going to with this new system where everything is equal um but apparently some animals are more equal than others to, to quote animal farm do you have any additional thoughts on the canon legends split? No. And look, to be honest, there's no reason why things like Plagueis can't be considered canon. Yes. Like, because it's not it's not directly contradicted anywhere. In the mm-hmm. same way that like Dooku Jedi Lost doesn't fit in. Like, it, there's no reason why that doesn't fit into the legends continuity. So like, far, a lot of the ones that I've gone through, um, it, on my list, and I have about eighty books. Mm-hmm. um none of them like contradict each other so far but so far i'm almost i'm only up to the rise of Tarkin. yeah so you haven't gotten to where the contradiction like the real split for legends from from what we've had so far and i think it's what from happens Disney. to luke right and leia and, and i think their part kids of it comes from, and yeah and I, and I think the thing is too it's like even like the high republic books that disney's doing now they're kind of nestled in a region between um, what's it called? Between the Old Republic, which has a lot of material, and mm-hmm. the prequel era, and the immediately preceding the prequel era, which has a lot of material. So it's kind of nestled in that region where it doesn't quite have to contradict anything. Mm-hmm. So again, all of it, I mean, it does have its issues. I do have issues with continuity there because like the Jedi Mandalore War is canon. And Mandalore's in the Outer Rim. The entire plot of the uh, of of the High Republic is they're trying to create the galaxy in this one cohesive thing, including the Outer Rim. But at the same time, it's like, you, you know it's there. Why did you wait another thousand years to try and do this? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's just kind of things like that where it's like, it, it, it's a work in progress and they're obviously doing their best, but their best is not always you know, doing the, the best they can. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to hear some some in, some examples of Legends use in films? So times that the Legends stuff was eventually referenced in other movies? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Wookiee home planet of Kashyyyk comes from Legends. Although Lucas himself invented the species and the planet. And what that means is Lucas came up with the name, gave it to Zahn, Zahn used it in Heir to the Empire, and then it was introduced formally. I don't think it's ever named in the prequels either. Like if I like thinking back to, um, the only time we see it in Revenge of the Sith, I don't think they ever say Kashyyyk. I think they just refer to it as the planet the Wookiees are from, or like you know, what about the droid attack on the Wookiees? I don't think they ever call it Kashyyyk. Where in what part? At what point? In uh, in Revenge of the Sith, do they ever actually say Kashyyyk? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But it was it came from um Heir to the Empire. Um Splinter the Mind's Eye, C three PO mentions that Darth Vader knows all the proper code words and commands to shut him down, which is eventually utilized and the thing is too, 
I don't think Splinter to Mind's Eye is particularly fair because that was meant to be the sequel in the event that um, Vader, in the event that the original Star Wars bombed, Splinter to mm-hmm. Mind's Eye was the low budget version of the sequel. Um, and it came out in 1978. Um, I, they eventually say in Phantom Menace that Vader built C-3PO as a boy, which is why he knows all the code words and commands to shut him down. But whatever. Um, Lucas adopted the name Twi'lek for the species as evidenced by a remark which is documented in a episode 3 set diary and, uh, entry. Sui, Su Choi was going to appear in Revenge of the Sith but was eventually cut. The Squid Lake sequence from Revenge of the Sith resembles parts of the Mermia sequence from the Star Wars Holiday Special. The Buzz Droids were eventually were reminiscent of the Grootchen from New Jedi Order. And artists have artists for the prequel films have used expanded universe materials from Star Wars Chronicles and the cross-section books as inspiration for their works on the prequels, including concept art from the holiday special being used while designing Kashyyyk. Um, and Lucas has worked closely with Legends creators, including writing the story for holiday special. Um, he wrote the stories for Caravan of Courage and Battle for Endor and all of that stuff. Um, he was inv- involved with the creation of Star Tours, which is not canon. Um, Tartowski, uh, Lucas gave Tartowski specific information for um, for Clone Wars, the 2D micro series. Um, when Terry Brooks is writing the novelization of the Phantom Menace, he worked closely with um, with Lucas because Kat, um, Darth Bane is referenced in there. Um, he wrote the prologue Shatterpoint, and he's just had a lot of stuff where he's worked with a lot of people, um, you know, building stuff at that. Um, so that's all kind of cool stuff that Lucas was involved. And there are a lot of contradictions too. Like the idea, like the, the original trilogy made it look like dead Jedi come back as force ghost, which was something that happened all throughout the expanded universe until episode three, when they said that, no, not everyone can do it. Just these three, which then retconned all of that. Um, Clone War, and, and here's the Clone Wars thing that I talked about before. The Clone Wars, as described in Zahn's novel, were at least in part a struggle between the Old Republic and an army of insane clones grown and controlled by a number of clone masters. Attack of the Clones reveals that it's not the case between the Old Republic using clones and the Separatist army using droids. When writing the prequels, Lucas changed the dates he'd originally given Zahn for the Clone Wars, so Zahn's estimate was 10 years prior. This inconvenience was retconned. Uh, considering it was the Nogri who gave the date and used their own dating system. But just things like that, where it, it doesn't always fit together, and they never, and they never really tried it, uh, tried to get it together. Um, and there are some exceptions to the, the canon uh, under the new system, things that have come out since. Um, obviously, uh, Visions is non-canon. Visions mm-hmm. being that, that anime show they did last year on Disney+. Plus. That's obviously non-canon. Um all Lego products that have come out since are non-canon. Um, titles within the Jedi Academy series um, are non-canon. Not the video game series, the Jedi Academy book series. Um, all RPG games. Um, the MMO, the Old Republic, is not canon. The 2016 reference book graphics is not canon. Goodnight Darth Vader is not canon. So, I mean, just keep that in mind. Um, Star Wars Legacy Volume 2, which is issues 15, to six, 15 through 18 of that comic, are non-canon. 
Um, the Dark Horse series, issues 17 through 20 are non-canon. And there are a few other ones. There's mostly comics and stuff. Um, but the the idea of the... How do you feel about the, the idea of getting rid of the, the tiered canon? Do you care? Do you like the idea? Do you like... Which do you prefer, the tiered system or the system where it's, you know, everything is equal? And they got to write around it if need be. Um... It seems kind of a pain in the ass, the tiered canon. Yeah, I agree. But I can I, understand it, I guess. It's just kind of kind of a pain. I, I, I mean, look, it's just... I think that Star Wars is unique in so much as its, its systems are so vast and there's so much to it that you can't really say, you know, everything has to be done one way. They have to... You know, they, they like they have to strata strata stratify it. That's the word. Um, otherwise it just gets confusing. Um and arguably stratifying it in itself confuses it. Um but you know, we are gonna talk about, you know, as much as we can. Um but you know, before we get into what we're doing in the next few weeks, and that'll be a brief thing at the end, I wanna talk to you a little bit about some cancelled things. Things that never happened, um, either because of the acquisition or because of other reasons. So we'll make this quick. Um, do you have a sneeze coming on? Yeah. <laughs> You're so rude. <laughs> um, I was trying so hard to get to the mute thing. I, and then you called out my sneeze, so it went away. You looked like you had like your your eyes are like rolled back. I'm like either she's having a stroke, or she or she has to sneeze. I was trying really hard not to sneeze. <laughs> okay, you're so um, rude. So we'll we'll keep this brief, um, just because it's a few things. So, did you play Republic Commando? No. Well, there was a sequel in development. Two sequels actually. There was Imperial Commando and Rebel Commando. Imperial Commando would have focused on. Uh, Imperial Commando units as the elite ground combat soldiers of the Galactic Empire um, formed in the immediate aftermath of uh, Revenge of the Sith. The game would take place against the Rebel Alliance and pilots of species such as humans, Keldors, Twi'leks and Wookiees and Alliance Starfighters would include the X-Wing, the Y-Wing and the A-Wing and there would also be lightsaber-wielding enemies. The other one was um, Rebel Commando which would have focused on Sev after he was rescued and his inhibitor chip was taken out and started working for the Rebel Alliance. Um, it was eventually canceled by the studio before it happened. Um, any thoughts? No. Okay. Nice the Old Republic. I assume you've played that. No. Really? You've never played I've Nights not the played Republic. very many Star Wars games. Well, Nice the Old Republic can get on the Switch. Okay. So, that's cool. Oh, can't. Oh, okay. I can't minimize. Okay, I clicked the wrong button. So they only made two: uh, Knights of the Republic and then two of the Sith Lords. The third game would involve you as a player character, following where Ravon went and then taking into battle the really ancient Sith Lords, who are far more terrifying than the Darths that show up. Um, they'd be monsters that have levels of power power that were considerable, but at the same time. You'd dig into their psychologies and you'd explore the ancient galaxy. So that would have been cool. Um, 
So then there's Battlefront 3, which is one of the ones that is one of the more embattled ones because Battlefront 2 is one of the greatest games ever made. And I say that without a shred of hyperbole. You play Battlefront 2, I assume, right? No. You really have? Okay, well. All right. This is making me feel embarrassed. But Battlefront <laughs> 2 is great. I've not played very many. Um, I've watched people play. Yeah, Battlefront 2 is And great. it was fine. It was not super engaging for me, but. um, Well, Battlefront 2 is, um, you know, you, Battlefront 1 was just ground battles. And there were like eight maps and or maybe ten maps. And you would live out these battles. You had to take command posts and you would go through and do that. We'll talk about that in a few weeks, actually. Maybe I should tell you what games I have played. Okay, what games have you played? I have played... Um... Uh, what's the one? Um... The Mandalore guy, but it's not Mandalore. Bounty Hunter? He... Yeah, Bounty Hunter. Thank you. Um, I've played Bounty Hunter, and I've played some of the Lego games. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play the new Lego game? No. The new one's kind of fun. Um, and the one that I talked about where it was the... Right, the, the, the PC one. Yeah, but I don't know the name of it. Okay, so how about this? Let's just use this one, because this one really sparked my uh, my interest when I read that this was a video game that was cancelled. Um, the game is called Star Wars Episode Seven: Shadow of the Sith. Um, this game was in development at LucasArts. The game would have featured Ben Skywalker as the protagonist as he discovered new force powers and faced off against a member of the House of Solo, presumably um, presumably Jaden. If I remember my, my Star Wars history correctly, uh, Jaden's the one who turns to the dark side because Jaina has to kill him. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly. Spoilers for when we get down the line to New Jedi Order. But if I remember correctly, that's how that goes. Um, it was pitched in 2004, um, but was it, it? But was scrapped at that point. It was repitched as a game just called Shadow of the Sith. It was meant to be Episode Seven. It was going to be Episode Seven. Um, the development became um, part of the pitch went and became Force Unleashed because it would have followed Ben Skywalker as he turned and became evil. So you would have gotten that expansion of all the Force powers that we w- we eventually saw with Star Killer in in um, in the Force Unleashed. Which is a great game. Which, if you haven't played that, play that one. It's really fun. Um, And what was left, they eventually pitched as a far future Sith video game that would have been uh, in development at, you know, also at Lucasfilm. um, Which, again, would have followed the fall of Ben Skywalker. um, But it it did eventually, you know, fall by the wayside. Not because of Disney, but just because they wanted to use it elsewhere. And they they wanted to kind of attempt to keep it in with what we knew already about about Ben and all of that. Um, so, do you have any thoughts on that about Episode Seven being a video game? No. <laughs> <laughs> that very careful Bugs Bunny lean in. No, <laughs> I don't have any thoughts. Hmm. Continue on, please. <laughs> Oh. I could have just gone. That's a negative. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready. I'll just do a radio. I'll do the radio bits. 
Um, but yeah, I think that that is enough for today. I think we've really laid the groundwork for what this show is going to be. So from here on out, we're not going to be following this format. We're going to be following a different, a slightly different format where each episode we're going to talk about something different, a different thing from across Star Wars. Um, cause there's a lot and we, we've addressed that and, 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 Think and about- I might actually get to pick a topic every once in a while. Okay, we don't need to do that. <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. It's we not going that far, topics. please. Okay, let, let's think back. We, we never let, let you that happen. And you were like, let's do Red Dawn and then the, the remake of Red Dawn in consecutive weeks. How, how, how do you remember that? I don't remember anything like that. That was the... That was the... That was third me. and fourth episodes of 30 that minute reviews. <laughs> yes, it oh, was. I, I literally don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that there there is no world where I would pick Red Dawn and then the remake of Red Dawn to do in consecutive weeks. Anyway. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like at all. Like genuinely. Yeah. <laughs> back in the beginning when we started doing 30 minute reviews, way back in this is 2015. That's okay. That's okay. Um, That's not this this show. No, I know, but the, like <laughs> you, you made it sound like I never let you pick anything. It's like, well, we let you pick. No, things no, no. And then that but happens. then the way that you came back with it was uh-huh. um, very much to be like, look, we're not going that far. <laughs> there, there, there was a reason why. <laughs> I, I just want to point out there was a reason why we took a more yes. guided approach. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so Red Dawn and Red Dawn 20, 2012. Okay, so it's in a cycle. Each week we're going to do. Um, and it's gonna, be, it's gonna be a four week cycle. So, first one's gonna be a movie. Second one's gonna be a TV show. Third one's gonna be a book. Fourth one's gonna be a video game. So, as it's laid out right now, the next episode's going to be about Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, as one would expect. Um, then after that, we're going to do the first season of Andor. Why? Because it just happened, and we don't have to sit through an entire TV show. To, to, to get to that point, it's reasonably fresh in our memories. Then the next one is going to be Kenobi, the book, the Legends book that came out in 2006. Um, because Josie just read that one recently, and I just read that one recently as well. Um, and then for video game, we don't want to go too deep with the video game right off the bat, because we want time to play them and digest them. So we're going to start out light. We're going to start with the Battlefront from 2005 because it really is just a shooter that we can really get a sense of. What's with the nodding? I'm not going to I'm not going to play the video game. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you can whisper. <laughs> it, That's not going to happen. And, and 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 I accounted for that. <laughs> I want I want to make it make that clear. I knew you weren't going to play the video game. Yeah. That's why I adjusted for that. You know what That's my plan good. is to adjust for that? Peter? No. Oh. If he wants to, he can come on. I'm not saying he can't come on. If he wants to come on for something, he can. He's just incredibly busy um, with his job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he has the time to devote to watch an entire Star Wars show in a month or watch an entire or read an enti- or read a book or anything like that. Nor do I think he particularly has the I listen care. to the books at work while I'm working. I do, too. That's how I get through it. <laughs> it's a Just podcast. letting you know. You don't have to whisper. It's the same audio, I, no matter how you do it. It's more effective. <laughs> um, but um, it, it is 
it, it, nor do I think, I don't know if he particularly wants to. I can ask him if he wants to, and he can come on if he wants to, if it's a book he's interested in, 100%. I'm not saying he can't come on. Um, I think you were. Anyway, the, the adjustment for the video game was most of the video games are available on PC. Um, most of the video games are available, you know, through Steam or through GOG or through any number of other things. I think even, like, um, what's it called? I think even, like, uh, EA Shop has a bunch of them, too. Um, so the thought process that I had is I will screen record and make little videos playing the games, which I'll put up a supplementary, supplementary material on YouTube. And the point for that is if... You know, you want to, if you, the viewer at home or listener at home, wants to watch, you can go on there and watch. If Josie doesn't have time to play the game, which is completely understandable, not everyone has the time that I do to sit here and play a video game um, that is 15 years old um, for a obscene amount of time, um, then that is completely understandable. The screen recording, you can consult that and you can see all of that and you can i'll put up little things about what each world is and and you know put up gameplay for each of the modes and all of that so that way you can get a good sense of what the game is without having to actually play it i thought about this i'm courteous i'm nice see (laughs) (laughs) i took into consideration that i was like when i when i had the idea to put video games i'm like there is no way she's going to be willing to play the entire way through any of these (gasps) games nor do I think she has the time to do so. No. So let me a- account for that when we when we talk about yeah. that. This is um, the first bit of time I've had in a while. No, I know, and that's why <laughs> I was like, let me let me not overload her with work for what is something that will be fun. Like it's designed to be fun. Like oh. so, let me not overload her with stuff. So what we'll do is we will do that way. So if you don't, if it's a game you want to play, you can. If it's a game, okay. you, if you don't want to play, because like all all Battlefront is, it's a first person shoot, it's a third person shooter. I've watched people play it. The original. I don't know. The second one, maybe. Um... Does it does it look <laughs> shitty? If it's if it looks shitty, it's the original. I probably have um, watched both. Because definitely something I'm putting in in the video is going to be uh length of time it takes to kill Darth Vader in Bespin, because I used to do that when I was a kid. Because I was like, it is very hard to kill them. Because of how they, because you you can't play as the heroes in the original, but mm-hmm. we'll put that I'll, I'll put that in the video and you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, plus, I just got Resolve for another project I'm working on, so I can fuck around and Resolve for a little bit for that. Um, and and for that episode, um, when I put it up on YouTube, the the audio will be overlaid over the the gameplay for that, so that'll be cool for people who want to watch it on YouTube. Um, but yeah, it'll be it'll be pretty cool. Um, and what we're gonna do is we're going to rank them against each other. Okay. We're going to rank both within medium, and I will keep the chart. Don't worry about keeping notes. I will keep That's the chart. That's good. Um, <laughs> I will keep I will keep the chart, and I will put it on on the Google Drive folder that we have. Um, That's good. So wait, if you ever want to look at it, you you I I, I know I again. <laughs> Nodding on a podcast doesn't doesn't I work. I said no. <laughs> um, but should you ever want to consult it, you can. Um, but we will, I will have a ranking within medium, and then we'll have a ranking overall. 
Um, so we'll start with the next episode is going to be um, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. So we could probably record that next week and then have that up and ready to go. Because um, I'm assuming you've seen A New Hope more than your fair share of times. That's the new one? No, that's episode four. That came out oh, in 1977. Oh, thank you. Yes. Way too many times. Yes. I would say the only movie that I have not seen in an obscene amount of times is Solo. I have not finished the most recent one that you, had never finished um, Kylo and stuff. I don't think it. you're missing too much. I've watched that I, movie a few times, though. I went to go see it in theaters, and I fell asleep. And then I, I've, I've, watched, I've tried to watch it again, but then I fell asleep. So, for me, I was going to see it the Thursday night it came out. I took the day off work. And then I was driving my brother somewhere uh, to school, and I got into a car accident. And my car was total, and I bro- totaled, and I broke three ribs. Jeez. Um, so... Then I didn't see it for another week. And when I did see it, I didn't know my ribs were broken. I just thought I had a deep bone bruise and it was just not healing fast enough. So mm-hmm. I was sitting in the theater in so much pain. You just thought it was because of the movie. I thought that's why I didn't like <laughs> the movie. It's, it's like I was sitting there because I couldn't walk. I couldn't sit. I had to lay at a certain angle to get comfortable. And I mm-hmm. couldn't do that in a movie theater. So I'm like, maybe that's why I don't like this movie. So then I watched it again at home. And I'm like, no, this is just a really shitty movie. Um, and it has not improved. The only thing that improved it was the novelization. I'll give it that. The novelization does make it better. Um, because it does add a scene where Lando... Com- maybe it doesn't add a scene. Maybe that movie is also in the movie. Where Lando comes back and is like, I'll go get more help before the final battle. Okay. And... There's a sequence toward the end of the movie. I don't know if you ever saw it because you may have fallen asleep before this point, but there's a sequence before the final battle um, where it's like all seems lost and then because they're getting their ass kicked by the Empire. No, and I've then, not seen this part. And then you just hear Lando in the back like, but you're not alone. And then it's like, um, and then Poe turns his, his X-Wing around and he sees just this fucking flood of like every ship you can imagine. And it's meant to be the portal. Like you can when you watch that scene, you're like, oh, this was added in reshoots after Endgame because it's the portal sequence from Endgame. Where it's like oh. and just all of these ships, and it's like, oh, they got this giant thing of help. And I was like, but it works in Endgame because you care about the characters. Like when Black Panther shows up and then you, you see the portal and the Guardians come out and Spider-Man comes out, you're like, oh, I care about all of these people. So this is a big moment. It's mm-hmm. just a giant mess of CGI just star wars looking stuff and it's like it doesn't mean anything in Mm -hmm. the novelization they call out their call signs and it's such a cool moment in the book because it's like it's all the voice actors from the other books Mm -hmm. so it's like here's alphabet squadron checking in inferno squadron checking in and it's like it's all these other things and you're like oh i know all of this like it's like oh here's rogue squadron here's this one here's this one and the moment means more because it's not just, oh, here's a fuck ton of ships. It's like, oh, here's the crew of the Ghost from mm-hmm. Rebels showing up to help. And it's like, oh, it means something now. Um, okay. So, so yeah, I think that's a good note to, to end off on. Where it's not even the shitty stuff is entirely shitty the entire way through. Um, but I'll end on a question for you. Um, you are now Kathleen Kennedy. Do you know who Kathleen Kennedy is? No. She's the head of Lucasfilm. Okay. Um, you are now her. 
You get to green okay. light the next movie. Okay. What's the next movie you make? Bane. You do you do a Darth Bane movie? Yes. I like in a the, heartbeat. I like the not even a second of hesitation. We did not prepare. I it's did what not I wanted you. in the beginning. I didn't tell you this question was coming. I totally sprang it on you out of left field. What movie mm-hmm. do you make? Not even a second to think. Bane. Yes, I think it would be so freaking cool. <laughs> I, I, I agree. You'd have kids wanting to be Sith. It would be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would do if it was me. I would do a um, a fall of the like a rise of the first order movie. I would do a movie that's designed. I saw the eye roll. Don't worry. Um, there wasn't an eye roll. I was thinking, like, because I think that if there's one thing that they haven't really expanded on with this new expanded universe, it's they haven't done enough to explain the politics of um, the 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 galaxy in the aftermath of Return of the Jedi. And Bloodlines kind of goes into it, where it's kind of like this thing where. It's like it's kind of like they gave the Empire the Treaty of Versailles. Um, but like the Star Wars version of it where they just kind of rake them over the coals on the um uh, on the treaty. But like what happened there? How did the Empire regain its power and become the first order? What level of power do they have when the Force Awakens happens? Because we don't know what that is. It's never really clearly defined in the movies. I would that do a really boring. Well, you can do the fall of Ben Skywalker or Ben Ben Solo. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's what you're talking about. Yeah, like his fall and and him becoming Kylo Ren, and and you know what? I would this may be sacrilege. I'm going to lean in close. <laughs> I would cast Luke Skywalker. I can't. I can't understand. I will say that again. Recast Luke Skywalker. Oh, okay. Don't um, don't CGI him. Have young. you have you ever have you ever read Red Harvest? I have not. No. Okay, so it's a scary one. That's another <laughs> one that I would do. Um, and then Dor- any Darth like like Darth Revan stuff. Well, they're doing a remake of Knights of the Old Republic for PS Five. Okay. So they they they're gonna cover a lot of that there. But, but I'd want to see it in movie form. Yeah, me too. I would definitely do. I'm looking forward to the acolyte for that. I think you'll, based on what the acolyte is shaping up to be, I think you're really gonna like the acolyte. It's about how in the High Republic, there's no Sith really. It's mm-hmm. just kind of a bunch of like people on the outskirts where it's like we don't want to be integrated into the Republic. We want to continue doing our thing. They're called the Nihil, and there are mm-hmm. some dark side Ents called the um, called the the Dregnir, who are like. They're basically ends from Lord of the Rings, but they're strong on the dark side. Um, but there are no Sith. There's no Sith Lord who's the bad guy in that era. So that that species is featured in one of the Darth Bane books, or in the Darth Bane series as the librarian in um, the academy that he's going to. That's cool. Yes, it's very cool because he tears it all down after he gets sick. But the the acolyte... oh no, I'm thinking of uh, Red Harvest, not the Dark Bane series. I'm sorry, Ooh. it's in Red Harvest that that happens. It's all in the same kind of time period. So yeah, and it gets sick, and then it tears its library down on top of it. It's but awesome. the The show is the reemergence of the Sith. 
and it's got the girl who played Rue in the Hunger Games is the lead. As a bad guy? Yes. She's playing one of the first, hmm. one of the Sith Lords, and the girl who played X-23 in Logan. Okay. The little girl who played Laura. She's okay. also in it. Um, granted, she's also like 30 now. Um, the show looks really cool, though. From from the set pictures that have come out, they're shooting it now. It looks pretty fucking cool. Um, but I would, if I were to do that movie, I would bring Sebastian Stan in to play Luke Skywalker. The guy who plays Bucky. You think in, you uh, get good Luke Skywalker? Winter Soldier. Yeah. He, I think he could play Luke Skywalker. And I think he looks yeah. close enough to it. I mean, it, better than Alden Ehrenreich is fucking Han Solo. Like, that's true. Like, I think, I think that's the thing is we need to, if we're going to tell these stories, and we're going to flesh this out in movies. We got to start recasting in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's something. Like, I, no offense to Mark Hamill. I mean, I think that Mark Hamill's great, and I think that if they do the movie that I think is coming next, which I think is going to be announced next year, is going to be Episode Ten. Is going to be the next movie. Um, with uh, because I there have been numerous times that Daisy Ridley has gone back to Lucasfilm for for meetings for it to just be oh I'm having lunch with people haha no no like you don't have lunch with people you're your former coworkers this much um, yeah so and and they brought in a uh, the guy oh, fuck what's his name uh, Damian Lindelof has been contracted to write a Star Wars movie set after Episode Nine. Um, so I think the stars are aligning where the next movie is going to be episode 10 with, with Ray back. Um, which is fine. I didn't have a pro like, did you have a problem with Daisy Ridley as like, she was good. I just, I don't think the movies were good around her. Yeah. Like, I, I don't mind her. I think she's fine. Um, so like, I, I, I would, I would, you know, I'm interested to see where they go. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I may not like them and, and, but I've always said, I'd rather have good Star Wars, but I will be there opening night for bad Star Wars too. Unless I get into a car accident and break three ribs, in which case <laughs> I'll be there a week later in a lot of pain for <laughs> shitty Star Wars. Um, which I think is a good way to sign off for this, and I think it gives, <laughs> I think this really gives a sense of what our sensibilities are going into this show. Um, and we will be back with the next episode. Will be, um, a new hope. So if you're listening to this on the main podcast feed for beware of spoilers or um or 30 minute reviews um in the weeks coming um check the website go to multipleworldproductions.com i'll have a page set up with a list of what the episodes are going to be um and then that's where we're going to have the links to the speaker to apple podcasts to um the what's it called the um the google podcast um do you listen to podcasts josie I listen to a couple. Um, and you have an Android, right? You don't have an iPhone? Yeah, I listen to it through Audible. Audible. Okay, so I, I want to make sure we get as many things as possible. So if you're listening to this and we haven't mentioned what your podcast service is, please shoot an email to 30minutereviews at gmail.com. Um, and I want to make sure we have as many podcast feeds and listed that is as possible. 30 minutes reviewed spelled out 30? Yes. 30 T H I R T Y minute reviews at gmail.com. I thought you were going to spell it wrong. <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, and you can send in there. If if we haven't listed your podcast service, please let me know. So that way I can make sure we have it listed on the website properly. So that way everyone can, can listen if they want. Um, and we're trying to get as many people to listen to this as possible. 
obviously that's the goal of the podcast. If they've not heard, how have they heard this message if it's not on their? This, I'm putting it up on the main podcast feed for 30-minute reviews and for Beware of Spoilers. And that would probably be their main. Right, but what I'm saying is um, when I put it up on the website and I put links to each of the things for the Mm -hmm. new feed, it's going to have, I want to make sure it's on all of them hosted properly. Like, I want to make sure when you go on Audible, you can find this podcast. I want to make sure when you go on, so I want to make sure that the link to those places is clear. Okay. Which uh, I think it it makes sense in my head. Maybe I'm not articulating it properly, but like I know what like I know what my goal is with this, um, but and I want. That's like, good. Yeah. That's what matters. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, what, you get what I'm saying. Where it's like I want to make sure anyone can listen. If I it, like, I want to make oh, yeah. sure that when the new one when the new one launches, it's easy. To I find got that it. part of it. Okay, so we're we're, we're good. <laughs> it all makes sense. Sure. <laughs> it's good that you make it you think it makes sense yes that's good i'm glad <laughs> okay so on that note um the first episode will go up on the new feed on january 4th um so the next episode after that the next episode that you will have come out of this show will be january 11th it's gonna go wednesdays at i think i'm gonna put it up wednesdays at at six is gonna be the time that i set it for Mm-hmm. Wednesdays at 6 in the evening because there's not enough stuff coming out on, on Wednesdays including other Star Wars stuff from Disney so you know what you know January 11th is when the next episode goes up and that will be a new hope Um, so do we want to do a different sign off for, for, uh, for, for the beginning of the year what was that how fitting for the beginning of the year I think so mm-hmm. maybe just, next I, year we'll have some hope <laughs> I, I think that uh, I was like do we do it I think if you're going to start it off, you can't not start it with the first movie. So that that was a, a consideration. I'm like, should we start it with a Phantom with a Phantom Menace? I'm like, no. Why would wouldn't would you want to go through it maybe chronologically? See, that was the thing is like, I don't think you can do Star Wars chronologically because there are ten movies. Um, if we do it chronologically, we would be doing it Phantom Menace, then Attack of the Clones, then Clone Wars movie, Revenge of the Sith, then um. Solo, Rogue One, and I don't think it. I don't think it really, you know, Why fits not? well. Well, because I think that like you get more of the net. Like, I think that it's more informed by the time, and I think if you go in order, it doesn't really work. Because I think that like when we get to the prequels, a lot of it is based in the politics of the early two thousands. Like Lucas himself has said that that he set that era like that like the politics that go into that and the fall of Anakin is very closely tied to what was going on in the Bush administration at the time. In the same way that Star Wars itself is very much set in the politics of the late seventies, early eighties with Vietnam and all of that. That's what it's that's what's informed by. Um, and I think that doing it in the chronological order um, doesn't quite mesh with that. Okay. Um. And then on top of it, we're kind of jumping all over the place with the books and stuff. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like we're not doing it in order, obviously, as we're starting with Kenobi. It's just I picked Kenobi because oh, it's like you had Kenobi. you had read it recently and I had read it recently. So let's just start there. Okay. Okay. So we'll wrap <laughs> up there for today. Do you want to do a different <laughs> sign-off or you want to just use the sign-off I use for the other two shows? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So our sign off at the end of every episode is going to be, I don't care. <laughs> Bye. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. Okay. So on that note, have a great rest of your week. I guess we'll, we'll sign off. Yeah. Bye. I don't care. <laughs>